0: Don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now.
1: Real estate is something that everybody has been talking about for a long time. And obviously we know that that's something that's extremely important as far as, you know, building wealth and, you know, bridging the wealth gap and, you know, home equity. And it's a variety. Everybody knows why real estate is good at this point. Right. Or can be good. But um, it's some disturbing times that we're living in. Stock market has corrected itself several different times over the last decade. Real estate has never really crashed since 2008. Real mm-hmm. estate prices continue to go up, right? Um, even when the economy is slowing down, it has no signs of, of slowing down or at least you know fully crashing or pulling back. Um, even though people are not making as much money year over year, right? It's not like people are making tremendously more money. Yeah. Inflation. Is a huge problem. Inflation's been going crazy. Um, interest rates have been going up. So at a certain point, it becomes hard to justify buying real estate, right? So I, I want to get your get your take on I, I have I have my my views on this, but I want to I want to let you start the conversation and um and then we'll just take it from there.
2: Yeah. uh, First, thanks for having me on the show, guys. I really appreciate it. I really feel as if, uh, look, I always say the same thing. Don't buy nothing you can't afford, right? And we are in inflationary times right now. It's no denying that. The store prices are crazy. Um, Anything you look to buy is high right now. Real estate is one of those things that is going to continue to rise, in my opinion, because of simple supply and demand. There's, yeah. there's not enough supply out there for even the little bit of demand that's out there right now. And there is still a lot of demand out there in the market, even with interest rates being at 8% right now for a 30-year conventional mortgage. And that's with an excellent credit score of 760, right? So we have this argument. I saw your post, and the comments is just like, I mean, the comments are going crazy. And everybody's going to always have this debate. Well, should you buy? Should you rent? Well, you got to do something if you rent you paying somebody's mortgage regardless that's just how i look at it so if you are going to pay somebody's rent me personally i'd rather you pay your or pay somebody's mortgage i'd rather you pay your own mortgage and own the house now obviously you don't want to buy nothing that you can't afford but if you can't afford it i still think you should go out there and buy but just make sure you really focus in more on the deal in today's market, not really focused on too much of the interest rate, but you gotta focus on the numbers. You gotta focus on the deal. Um, you always gotta remember real estate is, especially a mortgage, you can always refinance a mortgage if you qualify at refinance. some point, refinance. As very important, and if you qualify, right? Because a refinance is not a guarantee. It's not something that you could just walk into the bank and say, hey, rates are 5% right now, refinance my mortgage. No, you still have to go through a qualification process. But you always have to keep that in your back pocket. Today's seven, eight percent mortgage rate can easily be four or five percent when that market drops. Now, what I would tell everybody who's watching this, and I'll tell you guys this too: What do you think is going to happen when these rates do drop a year from now, two years from now? What do you think is going to happen? Prices, yeah, prices are going to go just like this. They're going to, they're going to skyrocket. So I think we're in a a position right now, in all honesty, if you do not buy something right now while there is less competition in the market with higher interest rates, you could be priced out even worse than you are today in two to three years. So for me, I'm always going to encourage, especially black and brown people, to go out there and buy real estate because our wealth is trapped in in the real estate market. They say we look like relatives, so I got to ask the question.
1: what do you say to everyone who says you just say that because you're in the real estate industry
2: (laughs) yeah i get that all the time too and i love that right that's the question to be asked and it's a and it's a fair question right because people say i'm biased because i'm trying to make a commission well guess what guys i'll make more money if the market does crash so me telling you go out here and buy now like either which way it doesn't hurt a, a true professional like myself someone who's been in this business for 20 plus years that has a book of business i know how to make money in any any of these type of markets good market bad market left right my sole purpose of being on the internet is one to provide leads for my mortgage business obviously but two to provide information so that way our people don't get screwed over and a lot of our people over the past 20, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years have been screwed over in the real estate space because no one has ever taught us how to buy homes. So I'm always going to be biased of home ownership because not just because it's something that I do for a living, it's because I see the benefits as a homeowner of owning your own home. It's nothing better than that.
0: MG, you talk about 2008 and it's something that you were in the, the business, right? You were navigating through that. There was a There was a crash. Shadi brought up about that, that monthly uh, mortgage uh, payment being 52% higher. During that crash at the time, that percentage was, was 33%. And so we're about 22% higher than that period of time. Is this where we're headed? There, there's going to be a correction. There's going to be a crash. Obviously, you said you're going to make money either way. But I'm looking at it from the standpoint of the person that was saying, yes, you should buy a home. As interest rates go higher, it becomes much harder to put down this 20% down payment. So it's kind of a dilemma, right? The interest rates are going up. I can't afford to it. So I might have to rent, but there might be a a price point where I'm getting priced out in in the event that there is a crash.
2: There's a dilemma here that I'm not sure people are going to figure out how to navigate through. So I'm glad you brought up 2008. And a lot of people like to bring that up, right? And try to compare statistics from that era to today. But you also can't forget that the mortgage industry was completely different than what it was today. Mm right? People, if you had a pulse back then, you can get a mortgage. Now you're getting fully under, underwritten. So it's a different synopsis, right? Then also you got to look at, look at the inventory from 2007, 2008, 2009. At any given one of those years, you had over 10, 11 months of supply on the market. You had two to 4 million foreclosures happening every single year, mm-hmm. right? We don't have those type of situations in today's market. So the underlying factors are completely different if you're looking at 2008 housing market compared to 2023 housing market is completely different. Now when you talk about uh, income, uh, people being able like the inflation times, yeah, this is a completely different story, right? I don't think we've ever been through this at this level in our country where prices have rose this fast just for everything that you're looking to buy, no matter what it is, right? So I guess only time would tell. Um, what's really going to happen once that really starts kicking in and really kind of hurting people more than what is hurting them now? But I think, me personally, we're not going to see a huge flux of inventory hit the market because uh, most of the mortgages right now—I think 70% of all mortgages—are below four percent interest rate. Those yeah. folks are not rushing to sell their property. Yeah, they're not going to sell. Yeah. would they sell?
0: I was going to say, is that the silver lining in all this, right? I was looking at the statistic. It's 80% of the outstanding U.S. mortgage uh, that is under 5%. Under 5%, yep. That means that you have a a large population of people that have a pretty good mortgage rate, and they just are going to sit there and not do anything.
2: Yeah, but also look at this too. You have 50%, I think it's like 50% of all mortgages have uh, at least 50% of equity in the property too, right? So now you have low rates, top with most of Americans, majority of them have 50, 40, 30% equity in their homes and home prices are still going up this year, two to four, 5%, just depending on what the market is. No, we're not going to see 20, 25% appreciation year over year, like we've seen during the pandemic years, but appreciation is still appreciation. regardless. So you have these underlying factors that we didn't have in 2008. Folks didn't have, you know, all of this equity in their homes. Back in those days. And then again, the most important factor is the qualification of yesterday's borrower compared to today's borrower. Today's borrower is being vetted and being underwritten more thoroughly. There's more rules, there's more regulations to protect the homeowners. There's more modification programs that are out there in today's market that wasn't even in in existence until the market crashed, and these programs had to be created to save people from losing their homes. Everybody got to realize the banks are not in the real estate business. They're in the lending business. Mm-hmm. They don't want to own your home. So they're going to do whatever. It BlackRock takes does though.
1: Homes. Huh? If we can have an honest conversation. Yeah, let's be BlackRock real. BlackRock is causing a lot of this inflation and pricing us out of the market. Like here's an amazing concept. Let me ruin a housing market from 2002 to 2006 with all the Ninja loans. Huh. The white house has to call me in to fix it and then all of a sudden i change all of the modifications so now i have a better book of buyers when i say that i want to be the biggest landlord in the world i can make sure that those loans are favorable as i'm pricing everybody out
2: yeah i mean look at all the institutional investors they're all killing this market right now look at um you know all how they buying properties sight unseen right yeah. look at the zillows of the world and all these different corporations that were buying all these single families over the past couple of years, even before it started really getting a lot of news play. If you look at even 17, 18, 19, the institutional investors have been buying up real estate for a very long time, driving up prices. It's just now when the rates dropped, everybody started really getting, the pandemic obviously helped everybody's attention. You ain't got nothing to do, you home, right? You're paying attention now. But this is not nothing new, Ian. Like we all know this, it's institutional yeah. investors are always going to continue to invest. Their job is to make money. Period. Point blank. And the housing market is up for grabs, so they're going to continue to invest. And this is why, for me, I don't really see a crash happening. Um, I don't really see. I see a correction still going uh, to I see happen. A correction has to right? Because yeah. yeah. definitely and every what goes up has to come down at some yeah. point, right?